He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. For joining me tonight's live stream, we're talking currency war before level playing field is the title of tonight's episode. I am your host, Zach Rector, and we're talking the greatest transfer of wealth in world history once again. Tonight's going to be a quick update for you guys. Let's get straight on into it. Okay, so at the time of this recording, our Bitcoin price is at 19,422. Ethereum is trading at 1300 and our XRP is just under 44 cents. And so we're watching this market here. It has been a slightly green day up from the lows of yesterday. And if we take a quick look here at that Bitcoin chart, we can see that we reached all the way up to about 19,800 today. And yesterday we were down at 18.5, okay? The last night there we bottomed out at 18.5. Um, and uh, as we predicted, uh, Bitcoin was not gonna last above 20K very long. And so now let's take a look here though at our current events. Let's go through some of the most recent economic developments that have been taking place. Uh, most importantly, I just wanna say thank you to everyone in this community that is helping me grow this channel far and wide. As you can see, I don't have my phone here tonight because I got in trouble with TikTok once again to uh, last night's live stream. Got in trouble with the TikTok folks. I, I guess I gotta speak with my TikTok handlers about uh, what is and is not approved on their platform. But nonetheless, I just want to say thank you guys for smashing that thumbs up if you like what we're doing here. And if you do want to catch us, we are going to be going live on Rumble sometime here in October. It's been a couple weeks since I've gone live on Rumble, but make sure you guys follow us over there. That's our backup platform where we do have some other conversations uh, that get a little bit fun. So make sure you guys follow us over there on Rumble. You can listen to us on our podcast as well, Spotify and Apple on the go. And then for the time being, make sure that you make it on over to the YouTube channel because TikTok, we are out of business uh, for another week. I appealed it, denied, and uh, so they didn't like what I had to say. Maybe it's because I uh, you know, called out Joe on a couple things on the, the attack of the Nord Stream pipeline. We played the clip of him saying that he had a plan for it back in February. Um, but nonetheless, let's get straight on into it, guys. I appreciate everyone for tuning in. So we're watching this. Hurricane hit Florida. God bless the people of Florida that are uh, just so prepped out ha having to go through a hurricane here that hasn't hit Florida in quite a while. This one hitting as a Category 4. Wall Street Silver reporting the situation in Fort Myers, Florida does not look good. The camera is six feet above ground in a central part of the city. Ian is the fourth largest, uh, fourth strongest hurricane ever to make landfall in Florida. Says, I live in Florida, not in Fort Myers, but in the path in a few hours. So our prayers, thoughts going out to the people of Florida. I know a lot of you guys are already prepped out down there. We got community members tapped in, uh, coming in from Florida. And uh, you guys are used to this weather, the hurricanes down there. And I just want to say, uh, hope that you guys have been prepared. We've been talking about on this channel. You don't know if a hurricane's going to come through town, if it's going to be a cyber attack, a blackout caused by something else whether you know it's going to be a, a random act of god that takes out the Nord Stream pipeline and continues to make the energy crisis worse in Europe whatever it may be we want to be prepped out for all these situations and so you guys know what to do okay let's take a look here <clears throat> tomorrow is the anniversary September 29th 
of the 2008 market crash. Now, what have we shared here with you guys? The same deal in all three of the market crashes that took place in 2008, 1987, 1929. They started about six weeks before a solar eclipse. They started around a full moon. When did we have that? That was the September 10th full moon fake out. Those of you guys who've been tapped in know what we were talking about around that time, right? Okay, full moon fake out occurs. And as we said, August highs, we're gonna be it. However high we go in August, that's gonna be it. We're gonna roll over, here we are. Now we are at the end of September. Bitcoin just went down below 18.5. The Dow, uh, sorry, the, the S&P, I believe the Dow too as well, both going down below their June lows. Now we wait for Bitcoin to go below its June lows. And uh, you know, it is interesting timing. Once again, seven, uh, this seven-year cycle that we've been watching, we made it through the Shemitah year, but that does not mean that the chaos is over. And for everyone who's new here, please understand that I'm talking about the market crashes that occurred in 08, uh, 1987 and 1929. They all had so many similar things going on, as well as other cycles and alignments that we've broke down on this channel. I don't want to go through it again. But once again, here, the anniversary of that 2008 market crash is going to be tomorrow. Okay, so let's watch this one closely see how it continues to unfold over there in russia they are going to be requesting a un security council meeting over Nord Stream pipeline damage so may all truth be revealed let's do a little discovery um you know denmark said that it looks like a deliberate act so that's a direct quote from their findings so far but let's see what they say let's see what they come up with okay let's not uh let's not get ahead of ourselves but once again there are reports of a gas pipeline to Crimea in Kherson region has been destroyed and is burning. I guess pipelines are now considered fair game targets. This is from Wall Street Silver. Yeah. And I'm about to play a clip here that's going to tell you guys, it just confirm kind of that the predictive programming is here for the crises, for the attack, for the whatever it's going to be, for the false flag, for Putin's next move. Whoever they blame it on doesn't matter. Whether it's uh, you know another hurricane coming through town or whatever the crisis is going to be in your country, you're seeing situations continue to develop and continue to get worse, and we need to be watching this one closely. Okay, um, once again, in my opinion, three-letter agencies are always working behind the scenes, but we can't talk about that. But let's see what Tucker Carlson has to say here. Blow. An endorsement of Fox News and or Tucker Carlson. So for those of you guys that are going to leave some stupid comment below, just save it. Just save it. Don't care what you have to say. Let's listen to what Tucker has to say. Largest nuclear blow up the Nord Stream pipelines? Okay, we ventured a new phase. One in which the United States is directly at war with the largest nuclear power in the world. Doesn't mean it'll go nuclear immediately, but it does suggest there could be consequences. If we actually blew up the Nord Stream pipelines, why wouldn't Russia sever undersea internet cables? What would happen if they did that? What would happen if banks in London couldn't communicate with banks in New York? Just that one piece of it, leaving aside its potential effects on our power grid. But let's just say the banks couldn't communicate with each other for one day. What would the economic effect of that be? Oh, it would cascade downward into your house. We could have an actual collapse. We could wind up very quickly in third world conditions. Those are the stakes. Blow up the Nord Those are the stakes of the game that we are now playing. And it's real cute with Joe Biden and his cronies and his handlers, what they're doing. And they make jokes. They crack it. He tells us that he absolutely has a plan. 
The little reporter asked, Joe, well, how exactly are you going to take out or stop Nord Stream 2? And Joe gives us that shit-eating grin as he tells us, so we got a plan for that. And you bet they have a plan for this. They're, right here, what we're talking about tonight is a currency war that has gone live with the kinetic war that involves the commodity war. And then you also have the food, water, and energy crisis at hand as well. Okay? And absolutely, we're going to watch this. And Digital Asset Investor sharing that clip of Tucker Carlson there. And he says, XRP fixes this. And he's absolutely right. For the coming liquidity crisis, well, for the liquidity crisis that is here, we need that level playing field. I'm about to now play uh, a little clip here of Pre President Trump here at the end of this show talking about that level playing field. But what we have here today was the Bank of England, the world's eighth largest, or sorry, eighth oldest bank. The bank that served as the model for most of the world's central banks today acknowledged that the only way pension funds will remain solvent is if the bank debases its currency to buy government debt. Can you see it yet? And uh, Stack Hodler uh, gives us the hashtag Bitcoin. Obviously, we understand that Bitcoin not part of our program, not part of our strategy, not financial advice. Good luck, God bless to the Bitcoin uh, hodlers and maxis. Hope that program works out for you, okay? The answer is XRP. Never was Bitcoin. That is fool's digital gold right there. Fool's digital gold, Bitcoin. Accomplishing nothing, no utility. We know it's going nowhere, okay? But what's interesting to see is how quickly some of these other countries are debasing the value of their currency. We're seeing now. The pound hitting record lows just recently. As I mentioned in last night's live stream, go look at the price of gold compared to these other currencies. So against the dollar, we're still quite a ways off of that all-time high, but actually pretty close still. But when you compare gold against the British pound, against the euro, against the uh, Japanese yen, you will notice that we're 4% off the all-time high for that British pound. And the Bank of England is just now starting back up QE once again, okay? Right now, this is a liquidity crisis underway, a currency war that is being battled out. And yes, they're not afraid to take out a pipeline or two. They're not afraid to tack a grid. Look at what our country did in the Middle East over the last couple decades, okay? They're not afraid to commit crimes against humanity. We understand that, right? On this channel, we're here to figure out, okay, uh, who do we need to call out? Let's let all truth be revealed. But then what do we need to do about it? What assets are going to solve this? What digital commodities like XRP can solve this liquidity crisis, can solve this currency war, can give us this level playing field? Peter Schiff says, today's sharp pivot by the Bank of England amounts to a key emperor has no clothes moment for central banks. They've barked loud about mutual resolve to fight inflation, but high levels of sovereign and private debt mean they have no bite. They are paper tigers that will soon fold. So what we've come to our conclusion is that essentially right now they're trying to act tough. They're trying to fight inflation. Okay, um, But they can continue to raise interest rates while they inject this liquidity. And you're going to see the, the, the period of stagflation turn up and arrive. That's what we're looking at is a period of stagflation where we have higher prices with falling demand. Um, and, and it's very interesting to see that all of these events unfolding after the Queen's passing over there in England, how quickly it's accelerating, right? 
we just mourned the Queen's passing on September 8th. We had to add that to our September timeline of events to look out and watch out for. Didn't know that one was coming. They, they played the Queen card, right? The Queen has passed. Now, just a few weeks later, QE fires back up in the Bank of England. Okay, and remember, this is the oldest bank, one of the oldest banks in the world. And we've been reporting the record losses at these central banks, record losses. Okay, now let's play this clip of Donald Trump talking about that level playing field, because I think that it really relates to what we're seeing unfold right now. And I absolutely think that the people of power have a solution. In the thumbnail of this video, I showed you guys uh, Trump speaking at the World Economic Forum. Trump went to the table. He went to where the, the, the tables and discussions that matter, which is the World Economic Forum, where all of this is decided long before it plays out, long before it happens. Okay? <clears throat> Let's let this clip play of Mr. Donald Trump, our, our president, talking about currency devaluations. As far as the currency devaluations, I've been complaining about that for a long time. And I believe that we will all eventually, and probably very much sooner than a lot of people understand or think, we will be all at a level playing field. As far as the currency... Yep. So he says that as far as the currency devaluations, here soon, we will be on a level playing field. He's been complaining about it for a while. And essentially, as, that, as, as we maintain that world reserve currency status, and I think that that's why Trump was always so bullish on the U.S. dollars, he understands that the power that it gave our country and our influence amongst the world, it did us really good for all of our trade deals. It allowed us to uh, basically... Uh, we could destroy the value of our dollar, but yet there's still a need. There was still a demand for the dollar, for trade, for oil, uh, whatever commodities that you were trying to do, whatever deals you were trying to do with us and with other countries that were using the dollar, there was still a need to use this reserve currency. That's all coming to an end. What's happening in England, this very same thing. What's happening in these other countries, though, is they're having to pour uh, more gasoline on the fire uh, and more rapidly, more often, right? And they are literally burning down the system all by design, okay? Now, <clears throat> what's so fascinating here is to watch this Ripple versus SEC case unfold amidst all of it. Now, quick reminder, just one year ago on October 1st, 2021, that is when Yahoo put out that article saying that the SEC versus Ripple legal fight is over. So huge shout out to Ashley Prosper for reminding us of this. Uh, Ripple's legal fight is over. Was Yahoo one year too early with this article? We'll soon find out. So we mentioned predictive programming. Was this a little bit of predictive programming from Yahoo? I don't know. But nonetheless, we're watching the solution be caught up in this staged SEC lawsuit. It's all in the shadows. The masses are completely distracted. Even the kids and even the smart folks that are understanding cryptocurrency, distributed ledger technology, how it's going to run the new financial system, most of them still got distracted by Bitcoin, by Ethereum, by other cryptos. And that's all done by design as well. Now what we're seeing here is these currencies, these central banks taking record amounts of losses, having to pay off and service that debt, just like the corporations, 
and we have a snowball effect. This is a compounding issue. They cannot stop it at this moment in time. We've already fallen off the cliff. The avalanche has already started. Now it's just picking up momentum. And we've built a structure down at the very bottom. And part of that program, part of building that structure that's going to hold us and ride us out through the storm, uh, the ship that's going to take us through to paradise, is understanding what assets have been suppressed the most, acquire the hell out of them. And then in the meantime, understand that real people are going to get sacrificed in the weather warfare, in the food and water crisis, in the health crisis, that we don't dare speak on that, but may God be with us. And then we look at the liquidity and the debt crisis. The economic data continues to get worse. And as the interest rates continue to go up, it's only going to be more expensive for the corporations to service their debt, for you and I to service our debt, and for uh, governments to service their debt. And so it just makes all these issues that much worse. There is no stopping this, right? There, there is no stopping the inevitable, which is the ultimate currency collapse and the reset, the revaluation of this U.S. dollar and of the currencies around the world. That level playing field will be established. I think the XRP is part of that, the most important and most valuable digital commodity in existence, in my opinion. But there are a few other utility cryptocurrencies that are going to do some, and there is a record amount of gold that is being acquired by central banks. Take that for what it's worth. I'll let you guys invest how you see do fit. I'm not here to give financial advice. I am here to say that the average person, though, is going to be sacrificed if they don't have a plan, if they don't build a shelter. The, the hurricane's hitting. Now, we were told, watch the water, had multiple meetings. We were told that the simulations would can continue. Nord Stream 2. You need to stay prepared. Your own country, your own central bankers will sacrifice you, okay? But we know that they have to come. We know what their hand is. We know that they're in the middle of rolling us over to that new system. How much longer is this going to last? Well, that's the trillion dollar question, right? But in the meantime, we'll take advantage. They want to keep XRP in another lawsuit for another year. That's fine. We'll acquire even more. Gold, silver, stacking silver personally. Uh, as far as gold goes, absolutely we're seeing the central banks hoard large amounts of gold, record amounts of gold. And we're seeing that the gold is also leaving the vaults. And that's because, folks, what we have now is margin calls taking place. Margin calls having to be avoided. That's what happened in Bank of England. They have margin calls against their pension funds. So your retirement, your pension fund could go bust as well. We're seeing them go bust right now. We're seeing the central bank step in and save the day. We're starting to see the bailouts begin, right? And what does that mean? That means that the currency is devalued. That means the currency war is underway. The United States dollar has been the cleanest shirt in the closet, but the house is already on fire. I hope you guys have a plan. I hope you guys are tapped in. I appreciate all of you guys for tuning in tonight. If you haven't already, please make sure that you smash that thumbs up for me. I greatly appreciate you all. If you want to join our exclusive Discord community, head on over to my website, ZachRector.com. Sign up for the Patreon and you will get access to the Discord group. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community 
over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.